Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Okay, so the question is this. How early can you start running your snowblower? And then how late are you allowed to run your snowblower? We've had some snow. And I've wondered this myself without, you know, waking up my neighbors and making them angry. 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. There's a correct answer. Oh. So I can just save you the time. You oh, could okay. just ask well, me. Let's we shut it do down. What segment. is it? Seven to nine. Seven to nine is your snowblow window. Seven AM to nine PM. Okay. You can uh, now I say seven AM. I know that seems early, but here's the thing. Uh-huh. The city yep. can construct stuff at 7 a.m. Oh, they can okay. make loud noises outside your house at 7 a.m. Okay. So I feel like your neighbors should be able to, too. Okay. Right? So I, well, I happen to agree with you. 651-641-1071. Here's how this like came about. Um, snow happened Oh, in the metro. Okay. No, but yesterday... What is that again? It's the white stuff that falls from the sky. Sure. So my husband left for work yesterday and uh, there was some snow that needed to be moved. And uh, he typically moves that snow. Yeah. But it was early when he left. He leaves the house kind of early in the morning. And so he left and the snow hadn't been moved. And I was like, oh, I should probably move that snow. But then I thought, well, I got to move it early. Yeah. So that I can get about my day and do my stuff. Yeah. And I thought, can I run the snowblower at seven? Yeah. But I didn't because I felt bad. I get it. But at the same time, I think honestly, 7 a.m., that's, you know, uh, rational, normal, professional individuals. Uh, are up are and at him and least, moving around. At least their eyes are open at 7 a.m. Such that you now shift workers, of course, if you have neighbors uh, who are working overnights, then that's. Uh, maybe they're just trying to go to sleep then, but see, and I love my neighbors and I know my neighbors and I happen to know that they were all either already at work or awake, yeah. but you know, we have neighbors behind us, neighbors, a couple of doors, a <clears throat> couple doors down. I don't want to be the person who's going to be accused later of be- waking everybody up. Six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one. What is your snowblow window? Bradley says 7am to 9pm. Let's go to Tracy. Hi, Tracy. Tracy, what's your snowblow window? Well, my first reaction was the same as a lawnmower. You know, you don't do a lawnmower too early or too late to bug your neighbors. But then I'm thinking about people who have to go to work in the morning. And if you're a shift worker at a hospital, you're going like 6 to 2 in the afternoon. So if you need to get out of your yard to get to the hospital or the nursing home or whatever else... You kind of got to get the snowblower out, right? Well, and that because, way, yeah, because you kind of have to. Yeah, because the thing about your about your lawnmower is like the grass can wait. The grass doesn't exactly. impede your ability to get in or out of your driveway, or exactly. it doesn't get in the way of the. You know, I mean, it will eventually, but it won't get in the way of the mail carrier getting up to your front door. So it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't have the timeliness that the snow removal does. Uh-huh. Exactly, and if you're a nurse in a hospital, you kind of got to go. 
Thank you, Tracy. Um, I think that, you know, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. However. Yes. It all boils down to what kind of a neighbor do you want to be? Right. right. And the other thing I would say is, like, I would just feel bad if I had to snow blow at 6 a.m. So one of two things I would just because there are days when I'm like, it's not happening before I get home from work. Sorry. Right. Anybody who's walking down our, you know, uh, sidewalk is going to be screwed today. The mailman's going to kind of get the shaft because there are just times when you can't. Right. Right. Now, if it's more than 24 hours, then you got to be careful and you could actually like get fined and stuff. I just think it boils down to like. What what kind of neighbor do you want to be? Because you could potentially do part of it by hand just to get out of the house. Right. So that you're not. Well, which is actually what I ended up doing then yesterday yeah. is and we have a real long driveway. Uh, so and I was just like, well, here we go. We're going to get out the shovel and go to town. And I did the whole thing, the oh whole God. schmear. It's fine. You know, I'm not even all that sore today. I don't think Abby's on the line. Hello, Abby. Abby, what is your snowblow window? Well, you know, I think people look at snowblowers a little different than lawnmowers. I think snowblowers, people got to get out. They got to do what they got to do. And here's my one nugget. Our city workers are out there. I think my city workers were out in my call to sack about 3 a.m. This okay? is true. I heard them. This is true. Okay? Thank you, Abby. That is actually true huh. because, like, I That's heard insane. Well, I 3 heard three a.m. I heard the plows. I mean, the plows go all night long. Well, yeah, but I mean, you you're not gonna you're gonna hear a car go, or a truck going up and down your block, perhaps. But yeah. you're not gonna hear sustained for like twenty minutes right outside your window. This is true. Good point. Let's yeah. go to Ron Cindy. Let's go to Cindy. Ron Cindy. We're going to Cindy first. Hello, Cindy. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Hi. What is your snowblower window? Well, I think you can start as early as six. And the big difference between the snowblower and the lawnmower is that your windows are shut. Ah, yes. This is another good point. Your windows are shut, so it's not as loud. A lot of people have to get to work at six, at seven. Yeah. Yeah, so you just got to blow when you got to blow. I get it. Yeah. But, you know. Thank you, Cindy. And now we'll talk to Rhonda. just, Just prepare for, you know. Maybe a fist out the window or something. Okay, well, okay. I have a question about that, but Rhonda, help, help me, Rhonda. Rhonda, uh, when what's your snowblow window? Okay, here's the thing. She just said it, Cindy. I love you. You, the, the windows are shut. Yeah. So it's it's not like that. Like lawn mowing, like it's like goes on forever and ever. And we have a neighbor. He'll mow at like nine or ten at night, and we joke. We're like, how can he even see? Right outside, like right. is he wearing a helmet? And it just goes on and on and on. And you can take care of your lawn at your own, like. Yeah, I do. Just want to add uh, to the, I, the. This is what I was going to say. Yeah, is like when you say Bradley, like what kind of neighbor do you want to be? I think to myself, okay, like what kind of neighbor do I want to be? I want to be the neighbor that clears the snow. Yeah, I, you know what I, I think, mean because it comes between clearing the snow, making you a good neighbor, or I don't running the snowblower early. I, I just think there's a time where it would make sense, and I would just wait till another time. If you can't, like nobody is going to like hate you, but you know, if you can wait till seven o'clock, I just think that's courteous. Right. You know, like just because you want to get a head start on the day, that's awesome. But your neighbors might not be getting a head start on the day. And I just think as a general rule, seven o'clock is a, a reasonable expectation. And it still seems far earlier, uh, early enough for most people to take care of things. But again, I'm not saying you can't do that. Like, right. 
you know, oh, I can't do there. Otherwise, there would be a law. This which is true. I'm assuming there's not a law, although if there is, some I'm not aware of it. Uh, that people are listening from. There very well might be some sort of noise ordinance. I don't know of one for my. Well, not Minneapolis. Yeah, no. no, I'm talking about small towns and suburbs. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, does Chuck E. Cheese reuse their pizza? <gasps> what? Dun, dun, dun. Get your tinfoil hats ready. Because we got a conspiracy theory here on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 107.1. Is Chuck E. Cheese reusing their pizza? <gasps> what? This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 107.1 streaming live at my talk 107.1.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Get your tinfoil hats ready, people. So what are we talking here? Conspiracy? The Freemasons? The Illuminati? What's your source on this? A tinfoil hat? That's what they want you to think. Shh. This is a meeting of the Tinfoil Hat Society. Black helicopters come across the border. Puppet masters for the new world order. Be aware. There's always someone that's watching you. And still the government won't admit Bradley Trader. Are they reusing the pizza? I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. I have my tinfoil hat on. Oh, what now? Take it off your ears, please. Um, uh-huh. Are they reusing the pizza at Chuck oh E. Cheese? Oh my God, you guys. Chuck E. Cheese recycling pizza slices? What? Is this a thing? Okay, it's probably not a thing. But but it might be a thing. But it might be a thing. And it bears resemblance to something we should talk about, okay? So I came across this story and I was like, okay, what... Chuck E. Cheese denies it recycles pizza slices following Shane Dawson video. And I thought, well, okay, Chuck E. Cheese is denying it recycles pizza. Who was alleging that Chuck E. Cheese was recycling pizza? And why would they be so moved to respond? One wonders. Well, his name is Shane Dawson. Mm -hmm. Is that a name you are aware of? He's a YouTuber. I do know that the kids like him. The kids are interested in his YouTubing. Yes, he's one of them YouTubers. And I will say, if you dig a little bit... mm, there's just some things that would make me want to, you know, steer clear of this individual. Okay, But he did a video recently about conspiracy theories. Okay. And one particular part of uh, this two part series investigates whether Chuck E. Cheese serves reused leftover pizza to customers. Now, following this documentary, quote unquote, a spokesperson for Chuck E. Cheese claims or said that uh, Dawson's claims are untrue. Quote, the claims made in this video about Chuck E. Cheese and our pizza are unequivocally false. No conspiracy theories here. Our pizzas are made to order and we prepare our dough fresh in restaurant, which means that they are not always perfectly uniform in shape, but always delicious. Now, what that is addressing is one of the points of contention that uh, he, Mr. Dawson brings up in his video. Is he related to Richard Dawson? I don't know. That's a great question. Rest in peace. For another yeah. day. Kiss on the lips. Um, what he says is if you look at, and there's a, there's a picture in this particular article. If you look at a Chuck E. Cheese pizza, you will notice that there are some misshapen slices and that if something was a part of a virginal pie, that it would all be the same shape, right? True. But if you see these mismatched pieces, maybe they come from reused pizza. Cause you know, 
You've been at a Chuck E. Cheese pizza party. Uh, many You've times. You've been at a, uh, what's the other one? Showbiz pizza party yeah. back oh, in man, the 80s. Oh, man, I do kind of miss showbiz circus pizza. pizza. No, I don't miss circus pizza. No, <gasps> nobody misses circus. Uh, maybe you go to the pizza ranch. Maybe you go to Little Caesars, uh, Little Caesars uh, Buffet. <laughs> we used to do that all the time. It was real good. Little Caesars? No, Godfather's. Godfather's Thank is you. what you're talking Con- about. Godfather's Buffet. Yeah, tip of the hat. Um, I don't know what that means, but I'm going to keep moving. Isn't there a hat on there? Okay, it doesn't matter. So... When you look down at the pie, some of the slices don't look like they belong. Like maybe, maybe just maybe. Somebody left some pizza when they left and they took the pieces. The workers, from- they allege that the workers take the pizza in the back, throw it on a pan with a bunch of other pieces, add some more cheese, stick it under the oven. Bingo, bango, looks like a fresh brand new pizza. So in other words, the Lindstrom family doesn't get a to-go box. Like that ever happens. Yeah, who does that? But leaves a couple slices on the table. Yeah. We pay our bill. Peace out. Bye. Two pieces out. Okay, two pieces out. Bye. And then when the workers come to clear the table, they go, oh, look at these perfectly good pieces of pizza. Let's bring them back to the place where we recycle the pieces and bring them out to other guests later. Dust some fresh new cheesies on there. Stick it under the broiler. Bingo, bango. Make it look like it's fresh. Recycled pizza. And then they piece it together in one big pie mm-hmm. and pretend it's fresh. Now, and that is an old crusty that pie. Is, that is the theory. Interesting. I have a hard time believing that's a thing because here's the thing: if that was a thing, I mean that's illegal. First of all, first of all, it would not be it's appropriate. Nasty. For that's nasty. Uh-huh. Although. I don't know. If you didn't touch it, I guess I'd be fine. You, know, with it. you don't know that. You don't know that. That's the thing. You I just don't know figure that. You, you don't know where un- that thing has been. <laughs> you stick it under a broiler. It's fine. Like most foods, stick it in a microwave. It's fine. Bring it to temperature. It's fine. I don't get it. I don't understand because you're kind of germaphobic. I know. And so it's weird to me that you think that there's some sort of magic in the heating elements. I have eaten. Oh, a turkey I know. breast that's that has sat been out, out for all day. eight hours. I know. I was concerned for a very long time about that. Also, I feel like at Chuck E. Cheese, let's be honest, <laughs> the germs on the pizza are the least of your yeah, concerns. That's true, actually. Well, yeah. Surface area with germs. Very true. Yeah, like there's there's some doo doo and some wee wee <laughs> on your ski on ball. Some stuff. <laughs> It's funny because it's true. It's funny because it's true. So I'm just saying a few, you know, crusty dusties on your feet. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
to slice. Who cares? No, I don't think this is real. And, you know, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that if this was a regular practice, it would be written down somewhere yeah. or like there would be video of somebody like, hey, we're, we're doing our pizza recycling. But I do want to ask you a question. Yeah. Why would Chuck E. Cheese reply to respond to that? That's the thing that got me wondering, like, that's why I read the story, because honestly, just because some YouTuber had an idea, big deal like those there are a dime a dozen you got like betty davis's daughter doing youtube videos about satan and they're just some she's talking about witches are you wait is are we in a dream right now no that's a real thing that is a thing what's her name davis what's her name holly uh i'm not sure but i know that they had a dramatic relationship with each other yeah well betty davis's daughter oh gosh what is her daughter's name again bd hyman yes so I know, B.D. Hyman. <laughs> That's her name. B.D. Hyman is like a spiritual guru. And there's all these YouTube videos of her talking about witches and all these things that are destroying civilization. What I'm saying is there is somebody arguing about everything on YouTube. You can find theories for days. Right. That alone is not enough to pay attention. But the fact that Chuck E. Cheese as an institution replied to this video tells you two things. One... Maybe they're lying. Yeah. They're probably not. More likely it's that you it tells you the effect YouTube has. Well, especially on, on their audience, which is exactly kids. Exactly. Huh. That's probably the more likely reason. Still. Again. Pizza. The least of your concerns, by the way, you guys. Yeah, don't bring, lick your fingers. It's BYOP. Bring your Chuck own Purell. Thank you. When we come back. We've got celebrities behaving badly. We call them D-bags on My Talk 107.1. And now, let's get to those celebrities behaving badly. We call them D-bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Douchebag! Uh, Miranda Lambert. Oh, salad gate. Seriously, though? Listen, there have been times I have been angry with people and I have wanted to throw food at them, but I didn't. Miranda Lambert can't say the same thing today because she tossed a salad at a woman during an argument <laughs> so weird. at a restaurant in Nashville. And I can't even really quite understand exactly what... Ex- I don't know that anybody can get the finer details of what actually happened. Um, but Miranda Lambert was dining at a restaurant with her mom and a family friend at the Stony River Steakhouse when an older man started a fight. And... Uh, the man had begun this this uh, argument with a, a male companion or somebody who was with Miranda Lambert and her friends okay. uh, in the restroom yep. over some statement about millennials and their cell phones. I mean, this is ridiculous already, right? So uh, an argument starts in the bathroom about millennials and cell phones, and then it spills out into the restaurant and the man later approached Miranda Lambert's table and started screaming. And uh, she got so angry, she dumped her salad in his wife's lap. What? I don't understand this because at the point that it's now several people involved in something, like you have had time to figure out that this is not a good idea. You need to step away from the situation or you put your salad down. Put your salad down. But at the point that you're now like two and three people deep on a something that uh, originally started with, you know, two different people, it, it just feels a little much. I just, and I also feel like, again, you're Miranda Lambert. 
think about what tomorrow's headline is going to be yeah. if you, you engage really in the salad that? toss. Yeah. You are going to, that's going to be the headline. And guess what? Today, Miranda Lambert throws a salad at an unsuspecting Has she diner. About her salad? You know, good question. Uh, I have not seen Miranda Lambert uh, respond about this yet, uh, but that doesn't mean she hasn't. Hold on. No. Uh, nope. I have not seen any response from her yet. So, and you know what? She might not. She might just let this die a slow, painful death. Also, what a waste of a salad. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 one wonders what the sound... What was the name of the restaurant again? Uh, something in Steakhouse. Hold on. It was uh, Stony River Steakhouse in Nashville. Okay, so Stony River... Oh, let's decide what what salad it yeah, is. Yeah, I'm looking at the menu right and now. Then, okay, wait. Give me the salads, and I'll tell you, if you were to throw a salad at me, which one I would like. Wait, this was in... Oh, they've got Nashville. several locations. Ken, Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah. The Nashville okay. location. Uh, What's on their salad menu? And also, like, was it a dinner salad? Wait, was it a, a menu? Was it a side salad? How much had she eaten? Was it dressed, or did she have the dressing on the side? I have a lot of questions, and none are being answered. Uh, Jay Alexander's. Have you gotten to the salad so, menu yet? Hold on, Stony River, Nashville. Got it. Okay, okay here we go. Hold Stony on. River dinner Steakhouse menu. in Nashville. Okay, so we're going to the salady portion. Yep, so I want to know what Entree salads. salads? Yes. Okay. We've got the Stony River House Salad, which is just your typical croutons, chopped egg, cucumbers, bacon, tomatoes, and cheddar no, cheese. don't throw that at me. I don't care. Baby kale salad? Eh, no. Nah. I don't know how to say this, and I apologize. I'm going to be very careful. Faw. Uh-huh. C-O-N. Salad. Oh, Okay. Foshan is what I would just say. Foshan. I don't know what that means. Okay. Foshan salad. Named after the famous Nashville restaurant. Okay. Mixed greens, bacon, Danish blue, egg, oh. croutons with creamy blue. Okay. So far, I, I that might be a good one to have thrown at you. you know what? This might have been like, I'm going to throw my bleeping salad on you because it's F-A-U-C-O-N. Oh, okay. That's how you spell that salad. Yeah, that could have been I'm going to throw my bleeping salad. And they thought that was an F word. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's what else we have. The vine-ripened tomato and mozzarella salad. Oh, that actually sounds good, too. The wedge. Everybody's got a wedge Oh, I love days. a good wedge. And I bet that that's what she threw at her, too, because that one would leave a mark. Sharp corners. Right. You don't Classic just... Classic Caesar. Nah. A steak salad. Mm-hmm. A Cumberland salad with chicken tenders, pecans, avocado, tomatoes, bacon. I'm just saying weird words. Bacon, <laughs> cheese, croutons, and buttermilk ranch dressing. Okay. There's also an ahi tuna salad. Mm, no. And they would like you to know that their dressings are made in-house. Oh, that's lovely. I'm going to guess that it was a wedge salad that she tossed at this lady. I, it's the wedge, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was this F-A-U-C-O-N thing. Okay. Th- I like your theory Which, on that. Can we also just say is a Cobb salad? Is it? Yeah. Mixed greens, bacon, blue cheese, egg, croutons with creamy blue dr- cheese dressing. Yeah, it seems it doesn't to me like a Cobb salad. Like anything special. Isn't it um, weird that like every restaurant has the same four salads? Yeah, and I get kind of tired of it. Caesar, they, like, they why can do, do we, better? Why do we make a Caesar salad? I mean, I like it on occasion, but do I do I need it at every restaurant I go no. to? No, but some people don't get creative with their salads, that's and that's true. the best they can do. I like a good um, cranberry walnuts, maybe a warm bacon dressing on. Okay, so salad. now you're like in Salad Town. You're trying to order a salad. I'm still trying to investigate report here. Um, what kind of salad Miranda Lambert threw. 
And I, I appreciate your theory that it might have been that F word salad, but also I think a wedge salad could have packed a punch. All right. Okay. Now I'm done. Um, my D bag today is really going to hurt my heart. Oh, why? Well, first of all, is the actual D Channing Tatum. No, it's not Channing Tatum. The actual D bag in the story is a thing called body vibes. Now, for some reason, I feel like you weren't here for body vibes. I don't think I was either. Holly? It sounds like a personal was, pleasure. Or, I don't know that it's something we actually talked about on the show. We talked about it on the show. However, we talked about it in a different context than the one that we're about to speak. Body vibes are goop stickers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. These are oh. electromagnetic goop stickers. Yeah. What are they? Body vibes. Let me read to you. Body vibes contain frequencies believed to have various harmonizing effects on the human body. Of course, not all human bodies are the same, so the effects may be different. Through a proprietary technology, these frequencies are recorded, condensed, and stored within the body vibes sticker. The same way you save a file to your computer's hard drive. When you apply these to your skin, it begins broadcasting frequencies which may influence your mind-body biofield with signals transferred through sympathetic resonance. The interchange of frequencies is believed to have a balancing effect on the particular systems within your body. Does that make any sense to you? No, what I heard was BS, 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 BS. And just so you're aware, Body Vibes uh, cost $64 for 12 stickers, because that's what they are. They're cute stickers. Can you at least scratch and sniff them or no? Not even that. Okay. But you might ask yourself, why are you talking about this in D bags? We've already talked about this. Yeah. Because Lizzo has teamed up with. No. Body vibes Lizzo. for stickers. Lizzo. And she advertised them on her Insties account the other day that she's doing a collaboration. Now, here's the thing I'm all for Lizzo stickers. All day, every day. All day, every day. Twice on Tuesdays. Um, and the fact that these are unique Lizzo body stickers, sure. But $21 for three stickers that allegedly tune your frequencies i don't have time for this and somebody needs to tell her who these people are because she is better than this i have a feeling these people got to her and she maybe hasn't listened to our show lizzo hello about the uh dangers of goop uh in general she is goop adjacent and i don't think that's a territory that she wants to occupy so lizzo please she people uh, here's what here's Save what makes yourself Lizzo. Here's what makes me happy. So I follow her on uh, Insties, and people have been calling her out on this post, um, and that makes me happy. So like she Has did she a, responded. She at did all? a video. I can't see anywhere where she responded, but she says in this post, "Want to feel a hundred percent? I've teamed up with Body Vibes to create a frequency activating sticker that can help you get to a hundred even quicker." Oh, no. 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 Nope. No. Nope. And a lot of people are like, is this 30 years of research, the same research that resulted in Goop being forced to change the wording on their website for the frequency stickers as well? Yeah. So, like, lots of people are calling her out for this, which makes me happy. And I I think maybe she just didn't get the memo. Or, unfortunately, she's like a lot of celebrities. She's not willing to maybe pay attention that closely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, for her sake, I hope they figure that out because, no. We love you, Lizzo. You can do better. We believe in you. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, oh, Bradley, I heard about a new, this is so exciting, 
Um, it's a new way of living. It's a utopian way of living. It's almost like a spa. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to tell you, fun. I know, I'm going to tell you all about it. And um, I'm going to tell you about a person who is enjoying this new way of living oh. and is really living his or her best life as a result of it. Okay. I'll tell you all about it when we come back on yeah. the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Bradley, I am very excited to tell you about a new, almost utopian like wow. experience, almost like a retreat, a way of living. Okay, now you're sounding a little creepy. Well, I'm going to let you judge that after I tell you how creepy this really is. Okay. After I tell you all about this. And there is one celebrity who is experiencing this utopian way of life as we speak. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk one Oh seven one streaming live at my talk one Oh seven one.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Okay. Bradley, here are the finer points of this particular kind of retreat like utopian experience. I know you get a cut on this or what's going on. No. Do you want to know who it is? Yeah. Bill Cosby what? says he's having an amazing experience um, in prison. Thank okay. you. This is... So you're trying to sell prison as somebody is. amazing? Somebody's trying to. Somebody, I think it's his lawyer. Um, so his lawyer, Andrew Wyatt, his I'm sorry, his press spokesman, because he still has one of those in prison, uh, did a TV interview and uh, explained that Bill Cosby, who's uh, currently behind bars at SCI Phoenix which is a prison outside of Philadelphia where he's just been moved into the general population is having, and these are Bill Cosby's words, an amazing time in prison. He has, he's done the following according to Andrew Wyatt. He has lost weight while he's behind bars. He wakes up at three 30 in the morning to exercise. Uh, He's avoided eating bread or dessert in prison. I know he's cut the carbs. He hasn't had any coffee since he's been there. And the funny part about it is, I mean, there's something really funny about this in prison. He's been trying to stop uh, drinking coffee for okay. 55 years. So can I ask and all you got to do is go to prison. What is this all about? I don't really know. Is the point to say like, ha ha. Yeah, he's I'll not even you. mad. He's like happy. I'm not even be. suffering in prison. Or is it to be like, I'm going to make the best out of the worst? I don't even quite know. My gut says that this is all about them trying to make it seem like Mr. Cosby is... Who's telling us these things? This is his spokesperson, Andrew Wyatt. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I think this is really just him trying to be like, oh, he's doing just fine. Yeah, he's just fine. No big deal. He says he's a political prisoner. Did you get to that point? Um, Um, Yeah, I didn't get down to that area yet. Oh, yeah. Yes. He's a political prisoner? This is what his... um, his uh, spokesperson has said, um, first of all, that Mr. Cosby is totally innocent of the crimes that he is serving time for. Uh, and uh, now I got to get to the political pris- prisoner you know, part. Well, I will say in this article, it also says of the coffee in particular, there's a quote from his attorney and he hasn't drunk any caught. Well, he hasn't drank. That's not the right way to say that. He hasn't drunk any coffee since he's been in there. Now, the funny part is Mrs. Cosby's been trying to stop him from drinking coffee for 55 years, and it mm-hmm. took this to stop him from drinking coffee. Okay. Yeah. The funny part? I know. How is that the funny part? That he That he had to be held accountable for serial rape mm-hmm. in order to quit drinking yeah. coffee? Yeah. Ha ha! 
Uh, he does. He has been claiming Bill Cosby that he's a political prisoner, similar to Mahatma Gandhi and Nelson okay. Mandela and Martin okay. Luther King Jr. Okay, um, he's being locked right. up for his humanitarian contributions to society. Is okay. Can what he's we, saying. Can we just move on to somebody who is even worse? I mean, is there somebody worse? There really is. Oh dear. Well, actually, I can't. You know, worse is a is a subjective term. Also gross. Equally, How about that? Equally pervtacular. Okay. And abusive fish. Not Sp- a title I want to walk yeah, around abusey. with. Mm-hmm. Abusey. Gary Abusey. No. no sorry. No. I mean, puns are not good when you're talking about mm-hmm. these things. It's all right. We don't need them here. Mm-hmm. Headline. <laughs> Headline. Big perv on campus. Kevin Spacey caught crashing oh. college parties in yeah, disguise. Yes, she. What? Is she? So then, Radar Online treats me to the following photograph of a girl drinking out of a weenus bottle. <laughs> yeah. It's like one of those... That you get it's at like, like something you'd see at a, a bachelorette, bachelorette party. party. Yeah. And he's at a college party wearing a cap and glasses. Although I wouldn't quite call that a disguise. No, he looks like himself at, what, a, at a frat party. What they are alleging, though, is that he um, is like creeping on, you know, cute guys at college parties. And Spacey was just looking at this kid with an intense stare. I couldn't help but notice he showed a particular interest in talking to young men at the party. He would ignore any girls that approached him. So, you know, this is pretty garden variety stuff when it comes to Kevin Spacey stories. I don't think it would shock us that much. There's also a photo of what appears to be him pulling somebody's pants down. I don't know. What is this photo? I saw that picture earlier, too, and I was trying to figure out exactly what was happening in it. I'm not clear on it. And I don't know that I want to be. Yeah. I'm just generally grossed out i just uh can't wait for him to be held accountable along with uh you know maybe he can join bill cosby in his retreat yeah and have an amazing time an amazing time because as much as his attorney would like to tell us otherwise i kind of believe that this is not the case right that it's not all that he would like us to believe it's cracked up to be no it's probably awful yeah I mean, he's not losing also, weight because he's just given up on bread and desserts. Yeah. Right? When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we started talking about it yesterday. Children's birthday parties. We kind of think the extravagant birthday parties for kids are dumb. But we want to talk to you about it after this on My Talk. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm Bonnie Curry, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.